It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're going to need a bigger boat. The meeting was about how to, how, what the termination payments would be for Adam Simpson. And I think uh, the West Coast Eagles board has acted really honourably every step of the way on this. And ultimately, they worked out what the payment would be, considerable, be in the millions of dollars, plus the fine that would probably come at the other end for the soft cap. And then they started to have a good look around, uh, remembering that the, you know, the week before the Fremantle, everything was going OK. The week after, everyone panics. And when you get flogged by the opposition, you know, I know what I've been like when we, we cop some whackings from Carlton when I was president of Collingwood. Uh, you know, it's a tough, tough situation and you really have to go inside yourself. And Paul Fitzpatrick, I think, has handled himself really well. He didn't speak to anyone. I, I rang him up uh, and I know Paul. Um, and he said, no, look, I'm not going to talk about anything to do with the West Coast Eagles until the end of the season. So that was good. He held his line. And anyway, in that period, I think they worked out that, well, we liked Adam Simpson for a lot of these reasons. And uh, who do we go and get? Does that destabilise the rebuilding process? And at the same time, we're going to, you know, it doesn't matter how rich you are, $4 million is $4 million, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, in the end, uh, there was some soul searching. Um, there was a bit of uh, people revolt, if you like, or at least people support for Adam Simpson, which makes it a lot easier if, if the supporters and the board and even the media are on the same page these days. Yes. Former Collingwood president, of course, media magnate Eddie Maguire talking about his reporting of the Adam Simpson saga and how he viewed uh, how the Eagles board came to, uh, well, allow Adam to continue, basically, and uh, into the last two years of his contract. And I think I didn't, of course, Eddie was on Scotty and Goss for breakfast this morning. I didn't agree with absolutely everything Eddie said, but I think he got the end of it pretty right. I think that um, there was never a point where Adam Simpson didn't have the numbers mm. from the Eagles board, but in the wake of the 101-point loss to Fremantle, things did get pretty wonky. Mm. And I think Adam Simpson sensed that, and uh, he wanted clarification from the board or clarity from the board as to what it was going to mean for him and whether he's going to be allowed to continue. And uh, the fact that that clarity didn't come immediately probably told you that they wanted more time to think about it. And mm. so his position at that stage was in doubt. Um, now, the interesting thing, and I suspect this is what sparked the feeling in the media that he was absolutely gone. And I must admit, I felt that he would be replaced. Mm. That was my view of it. And I, I felt that they would make the decision um, to replace him. Um, so I wasn't shocked when they went with him, but I was I was. I was a little surprised. It mm. wasn't what I was expecting. But I think what probably triggered the media frenzy is that they would have, as part of their due diligence for a termination payment for Adam Simpson, just mm. to find out what it would cost, what they would have to do, and what the full implications of it would be, mm. they would have had to have met with the AFL to find out how the AFL would have viewed it mm. and what um, slack, if you like, they could have been cut if they went over the soft cap, just so they got a clear picture of what it meant for them financially. And when you say view, um, as in like AFL 
getting coaches sacked or the amount of money that would have to be paid out. Yeah, so so basically what happens is you pay Adam Simpson his contract mm. and he is denied the opportunity to fulfil his contract. So you'd have to think that's pretty much full toad odds. Okay. So whatever Adam Simpson was being paid a year, it's two times that. Okay. So that's probably somewhere between $1.6 and $2 million. Mm. And then what does that mean for your soft cap? You go to the AFL and you say, well, we think this will put us this amount over our soft cap. Mm. Can you help us out with that or are we going to get full fines and penalties mm. as a result of that? And then you do the math and you work out, okay, it's going to be, I think the figure that Eddie used in his interview with Scotty and Goss was about $4 million. I heard figures as high as six yeah. and figures as low as three. So mm. he's, he's somewhere in the middle of, of all that. Um, and then... They have to sit down and decide whether they sack him or not. And, of course, then there was the win over the Bulldogs. <laughs> there was a reasonable performance against Adelaide. I wouldn't call it a great one, yep. but a reasonable performance. And they arrived at the view that they should go with him. Um, I spoke to a couple of people on the board since then. Um, they said it was a tough call, um, but they believe it's the right call. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see how it moves forward, but there's going to be um, something that needs to... Are we going to see something from the outside that sort of allays some of the fears of his coaching methods or perhaps what we are starting to um, form an opinion on that he's lost some of the players or that he's not a development coach or something like that? Are we going to have to see something from the outside tangible to believe that it is changing, it is happening, or is it purely going to be wins and losses that he's judged upon. It won't just be wins and losses. It can't yeah. be. I mean, if it's wins and losses, you might as well sack him now yeah. because they're going to have a tough year mm. next year. Um, but a good text comes through on the temper at Bedshed text line from uh, Tony from Perth. Hey, Duff, your continuing assertions that Adam Simpson as a coach can't develop young talent is ridiculous to say the least. So what you're saying is that players like Allen, Duggan, Ryan and the like all develop themselves as players and the recent ones notwithstanding the personal tragedy suffered by Bazo and True. I would think that players like like Bailey Williams, Hoff, Long, Jinby, Hewitt are tracking along okay. As Jared Healy said to you yesterday, you need to have elite talent to develop. It's a good text, Tony, and I take your point, but what I would say is that the information that Adam Simpson is, people are questioning his ability to develop players, that comes from inside the club. Mm. That's not just something I've made up. Um, Adam Simpson's been there for 10 years now. In 10 years, the guys you've named over a 10-year period that are basically somewhere near the finished product are Duggan and Allen. Now, Liam Ryan, I'm not giving you because Liam Ryan arrived in 2018. Liam Ryan arrived in the waffle as a a player who'd been old enough to escape from East Fremantle's junior zone. He played two years of senior footy at Subiaco. So he's in his early 20s by the time he arrives at West Coast. So, and and the other thing I'd say about Liam Ryan is Liam Ryan is exceptional hmm. natural talent. Yeah. I mean, basically with Liam Ryan, you get him to turn up at the right place at the right time wearing the right uniform and let him go. And there might be some things you have to do within the structure. Yeah. Um, but um, I think you certainly give him Oscar Allen. You certainly give him Liam Duggan. But the key to being a good development coach is getting the players around the fringes. So he will be judged, I think, as a development coach on the continued improvement of Bailey Williams, the continued improvement of um, Hoff, mm. um, Jinby and Hewitt obviously going forward. But I expect Jinby and Hewitt to be good players anyway, Yeah, just as Oscar Allen was always going to be a good player. I mean, Oscar Allen has been played everywhere but where he's designed to play and he's still turned into a great player Yeah, and gone back to where he's 
been designed to play and become a great player. He was just always going to be a great player. Yeah. But it's the ones in the margins mm. that decide whether you become a successful development coach or not. And I suspect there's a few of them have slipped out. And there's certainly people inside the four walls mm. at West Coast that believe that there could have been better things done for a few blokes. And the blokes I'm thinking of are guys like Harry Edwards and Xavier O'Neill mm. and Josh Rotham and this Ilka player. They're the guys who... You want them inside your best 22, but they may only be just inside your best 22. Yep. The elite talent will always be the elite talent, but it's the others that decide how far you go because they're the ones that decide your depth. Aren't the flags decided on the bottom six? Not necessarily. Sometimes, I mean, there are, that's that's one theory. Yeah. It's certainly the theory that prevailed in the nineties. There's also yeah. people that say it's your top six that matters, and the mm. rest of them are just out there running around playing roles. Okay. Yeah, right. So there's very different theories <laughs> on on that one. Yeah. But but there are question marks inside the four walls at West Coast on Adam's ability to develop young talent, and Adam can prove us all wrong. Mm. Uh, if he brings these guys through and they become a strong and functional team then we'll say, you know what, there was that question mark and he's ticked that off mm. in spades. Mm. I mean, what would it say for his legacy if he does go on to do that? Already, um, already a premiership coach, you know. Um, outstanding. Yeah. You go to a new level. Yeah, when you do definitely. That. If yeah. Adam Simpson gets this team through this and back into contention, back into finals, back into the top four, you go to a new level mm. as a coach. Yep. Now, right now, his brand has taken a fair bit of damage mm off the last two years, but that will more than repair his brand mm. if he manages to do that in the coming years. We'll wait and see. Let's hope he does. Yeah. It'll be great for WA footy Absolutely. if uh, West Coast can get up and going again. What do you think? You can have your say on the temper at Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736, or you can give us a call on the open line on 13 12 55.